Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Doggy, our weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 171 for the week of March 14th, 2021. I accidentally had 2020 in the show notes. Oh. I don't even know why. Honestly, like, don't, don't you typically I do it correctly, but that's just weird. I'm fucking whatever. My name is Josh, aka JK Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man in the uh, exclusive, unobtainable now champions hoodie. Unobtainium. Will, aka I, <laughs> Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Sunday afternoon? I'm not going to lie. I'm sleepy. We lost an hour of sleep last <laughs> I'm night. I'm sleepy. I'm not a fan of this. Yeah, dude. It's just sucks. Fall, let's just, you know, spring forward. No, let's just fall back constantly. I like it. Oh, that'd be, that'd be hilarious. It's just, we're waking up at fucking like one in the morning. Yeah. Because we just not? kept falling back an hour. You know Where's the sun? I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, Josh says, I paused the, my Saw movie marathon to catch the live show. Uh, it, two questions. One, which one are you on? And two, which one is your favorite? Saw Saturday and Saw Sunday? What the fuck? And then Justin, who the hell marathon Saw on a Sunday? I I agree. I agree. that It's weird. I like those movies, but that's weird. Whatever. We said we were going to watch them all at one point in time. Yeah, that never happened. Yeah, you know, Halloween's a thing. Um, Will, I, I'm with you tired. It, you know, for those who are watching live, we, it is noon now. It's not, you know, one. So it would have been 11, right? It's not 11. Yeah. We lost. And if you're in the EU, <laughs> apparently this happens two weeks from now. Oh, or some shit. I don't know. Interesting. Time is weird. What's up, Bobetta? Feta? Cheese? How's it going? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Josh says his favorite is Saw 4. Runner up is Saw 5. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can, yeah. I can pick up what you're putting down there. I'm uh, drinking. Drinking some lunch and will be going to do some disc golf, says Bofetta. Drinking some lunch. There's a sandwich in every beer. What? <laughs> it's a saying my dad says. There's like, a sandwich in every beer. Yeah. Is does he has he explained why that saying is a thing? What does that I mean? mean? You, if you drink like thick beers, it could be you know, it could Oh be sure, filling. it fills you up. Okay, so it fills you up like a sandwich. Yeah. All right. I get it. Um, Bobetta says, oh, having some lunch, bruh, <laughs> this time thing hasn't been easy on me either. Yeah, I fucking hear you. What's up, Dave? Our, one of our suits of goes says he also loves some disc golf. I haven't been in a long time. Same. Last time I went, the only time I went was with you. Yeah. Yeah. We listened to the new State Champs album while we were walking around. And I think I lost the disc golf twice. I think. I mean, the found disc. it, but like. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun though. A lot of bugs. It was hot. 
Yeah. It was fun I mean, though. The woods, you know. Yeah. The woods. It was fun. Um, Justin says disc golf is fun, mostly because I can sort of throw my frisbee, but my golf swing is ass. And then he also says Davy Wavy. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to HCS Pro Talk. Let's uh Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? Let the people know. Project Rainbow Road has come full circle. Get it? That's like a racetrack joke. Yeah. Nice. I felt really proud of myself for putting that in there. It's good. Remember how much I hate puns? I thought it was great. You know what, Will? Huh. I know I'm getting off track, but fuck it. That's what we do here. I uh, I almost did something I would have regretted for the rest of my life yesterday. Uh-oh. On Reddit, they like suggest subreddits that you might be interested in. And I always go to r slash dad jokes and r slash uncle jokes to find some dumb shit to say on the show and at work, right? They suggested r slash puns to me. I was this close to hitting subscribe on that. But then I reflected. I'm like, well, I would have killed myself. So I didn't do that. Just kidding. Don't joke about suicide. That shit's real. Falling Esports returns. They got a new roster going into the Halo 5 Pro Series. A tease of our next interview. This, just trust me on this. You, If you don't know who it's with, it's with Why Not Be Reckless, a.k.a. Why Not Be Casting. And Tony was incredible to have for the show. We have a snippet of the interview we're going to play for you later on. Let's just say that you know how we never knew how to pronounce ueg dragon or how we thought it was dragon yeah as of recently turns out nope so stay tuned for that snippet because it's gold the next installment of the hashtag ask 343 series is here um i rounded out like the questions that i thought were most prevalent and would would translate to multiplayer more so than the campaign instead of going through every question okay the first cdl major is complete so we know the winners of that and the next stage of the CDL is set. So, Will, we know what group we're in. We know the matches that we have for the second set here. And we'll, we'll do a little bit of predictions later on in the show. But without further ado, Will, let's get into some competitive news. Signups are officially open for DJ Blue, DJ Blue PDX's Griffball Summer Series presented by DreamHack and powered by PlayGriffball.com. This is by Ragemore Nerd. Over in the Play Griffball Discord server, you should join that if you haven't already. The first event will be run in a draft format. It will be played on Halo 4 Griffball and take place on April 10th. There's a $600 prize pool for each event, $400 for first, and $200 for second. You can sign up at the link included in the Google Talk of the show notes of the show, exclamation point, show notes, and chat. Or if you're listening to this um, on podcast services or looking at the VOD on YouTube, a link will be included within the description of the episode. Signups will run for two weeks and close on March 27th. Visit the Griffball Summer Series Rules and FAQ channel here on the Discord to answer basic questions about the event, and feel free to reach out to myself or play Griffball Administration with any other questions you may have. Next news story. A little retrospective. This is by Snakebite and Snipedown. Will, I thought this would be kind of fun to include in the show because it includes a little bit of a the mindset of... Uh, professional player in the Halo landscape as of right now. Okay. So Snakebite states, like most after watching the CDL, I wanted to play some COD. 
Ignore the average clip and movement because it's my first game in months, but wow, pros weren't joking when they said this thing shoots beams. And he's talking about the gun he was using. Snipedown replied, and he said, why haven't you competed in this game again? Shake my head. Snakebite replied, I just have always made the team side of it a big deal because networking just isn't my thing. And in my lifetime, I've never been the guy to just get handed a shot. After a few years of Infinite, I might have to give it a try to prove to 18-year-old PJ it was possible. Snipedown replied, yeah, I definitely feel this one. I just feel so out of my element trying to network like that, and I have the same thoughts. I can't convince myself at this point that it's worth the time. And Snakebite replied with, I'm really fortunate to just have found happiness with my personal life and even somewhat professionally with landing on Sentinels. If things were different, not switching to COD and Apex would have been one of the biggest mistakes professionally I would have made for my career. Also, I'd say you've done all right for yourself finding your way to the top in Apex and not stuck in the waiting game like the rest of us. So, who knows if uh, Snakebite might uh, compete in COD at one point in time. We'll see. I mean, hopefully Infinite is able to carry on, but I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool to include. Next up is a suggestion from Maddie Rums from uh, NoobCombo.com. I'm just kidding. This was his personal Twitter account, but, you know, I got to put that in there. So he said he asks, well, he says, for Infinite Spectator mode, I'd like to see a mini-map instead of the player's radar in the bottom corner so we can see where all the players are instead of relying on seeing the player outlines in the player's first-person view. And Will, when I mentioned this to you, you said... It's just like Call of Duty. It's just like Call of Duty. Yeah. So, and I agree. I think that'd be... Maddie. I think you have a great suggestion there. I think it'd be awesome because you see... Like when we're watching the CDL, right, and and we're watching a hard point, for example, mm-hmm. you're seeing teams rotate or or plays that pe- that teams are setting up, and that'd be really really cool in a Halo sense to see that as well. Um, with the way Halo is currently, you could see how you know spawns are forced on the bubble in Truth or whatever it may be, how player positioning can really impact where the next player spawns up, even absolutely. It could just provide bread breakdowns as well. Yes. Um, this is why this team pushed here because this person spawned over here instead of spawning here. Absolutely. Um, or they knew not to over-rotate here because Overshield was coming, whatever it may be. Right. I, I like I like the idea a lot. And hopefully, like, I mean, what we've been hoping for, just better, obs- like, we love the Observer mode in Halo 5 because it was a thing in the first place, right? Yeah. We don't have it in, in MCC it might not ever come to MCC or something like that. But like the fact that we got it in Halo five is so amazing and we just want to see it expanded upon. And then I saw somebody else say that they would love like a more fully featured and just better overall theater mode. And I thought about it and I fully agree because like, I remember so like loading into a a theater film, right? takes forever Mm -hmm. and you can't watch it with more than one person and it's just like you you used to be able to do this and they took it away and i'm like make it faster make it so more people can watch at the same time in the same lobby whatever it may be just you could do full team review yes in game exactly in game i mean there is you know 
Discord and things now. Sure, where sure. You can screen share, whatever it may be, but not everyone has those capabilities. Right, and then, but at the same time too, like if you're able to have it all within the same lobby, then maybe you're able to make it so each player can focus on a different player's perspective instead of having one host watching sure. one perspective. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, hell, a, a more fully featured theater mode would be fantastic for Infinite as well, especially on the esports side of things. Um, the next news story, new Europa, Europa Halo merch coming soon. Well, it is. This is by Europa Halo. Ordering some new Europa Halo merch coming soon. And uh, let's just say I'm excited, personally. And finally, the last competitive news story that we have for this week. Project Rainbow Road is the Road to Infinite FFA series. This is by Blue Team Tournaments, and I'm going to read through the document. So here we go. This is everything, okay? The Road to Infinite FFA series, a.k.a. Rainbow Road, presented by Toronto Halo, Click Gaming, Blue Team Tournaments, Pen Halo, CLG, so console, I think it's Console Gaming League, um, and then Insight Productions. Well, Jesus. Welcome to the Road to Infinite FFA series. Introduction. The Road to Infinite FFA series is a series of FFA online events that span across from April all the way to the end of the year. With the help of five other tournament organizers and producers, each month will have an FFA cup in a different Halo game. Winners of each cup will then earn their spot in the Halo Infinite Invitational FFA Tournament by the end of the year or the start of next year. As we are still waiting for news about Infinite's release, an actual tournament date will be in a to-be-determined status, and we hope that all of you are excited and ready to jump into the world of competitive Halo free-for-alls. And Beth, if you're listening to this and you don't compete, I'll find you. And I'll make you compete. You were saying she was killing it the other day in the FFAs. Oh, yeah. Just wait till we get to Will's Adventures and we talk about the community play date because Beth, Beth always said that she loves FFAs, right? Holy fuck. Like, she, <laughs> she turns that dial to 11 when we're in an FFA setting. She's doing the crouch strafing and shit, and I just, I can't comprehend. Oh, my God. It's insane. So just wait for that. Here's the prize pool. As stated in our announcement trailer, the total prize pool for this series is $10,000. Below is a chart that breaks down the prize pool across the entire series. So, per tournament, qualifiers are $200, championships are $600, and the invitational is $3,000. Again, prize pool. Breakdown by placings. For the qualifiers, first place will take home $150 and second will take home $50. Championships. First, we'll take home 400 bucks. Second, 150, and third with 50 dollars. And the Halo Infinite Invitational. First, we'll take home 1800 dollars. Second, 800 dollars. Third, 300 dollars, and fourth, 100 dollars. Wait, wait, wait! You said Halo Infinite Invitational? That is correct. So that means when they get to a certain point, the players who competed well in H5 will move on to the Halo Infinite side of things. So, is, that what I'm, is that what I understood there? Mm -hmm. Okay. The winners of each cup will then earn their spot in the Halo Infinite Invitational FFA Tournament by the end of the year. So there you go. Yep. 
I mean, you're going to get the game in your hand for like five minutes and then have to compete, but wrong. So okay. what they're planning is they don't want it to happen immediately when the game releases because they want you to have an opportunity to understand the flow and have like an actual opportunity to learn a little bit before sure. jumping into it. Sure, but still, you think about it, you're, you're, we've had experiences with this game for five years now. Right. And, and now you're jumping into like... We're not talking about something six months down the line. Right. It's yeah. early release. Yes, I, I there's, agree. There's going to be jumps and grapple hook spots that people just don't know about yet. Right. <laughs> and who knows what's going to... Who knows what the FFA settings are going to be like yeah. in that game. This is all going to be it's insane. crazy and new. Um. So the overall breakdown, 14 qualifiers worth a total of $2,800 in prize pool money. Seven championships with a total of $4,200 in total prize pool money and one invitational for infinite $3,000 prize pool. The series format. The series format is broken up into seven cups, one for each FPS title. Each cup consists of two qualifiers and one championship. The top four players in each qualifier, except for Halo 5, will advance to the championship. Because Halo 5 are six-man lobbies, the top three from each qualifier will play in the championship. These others are eights. Okay? The winner of the championship will earn an invitation to the Halo Infinite FFA Grand Finals to play for $3,000. So, seven Halo Cups, one for each FPS Halo game, two qualifiers and one championship per cup. The top four in qualifiers advance to the championship, and the championship winner earns their invitation to the Halo Infinite Invitational. The tournament format. The formats for each tournament cup will be the same formats we've done in the past for FFA tournaments. For qualifiers, all matches except for the finals will only play one game. The top four players move on to the next round. For the finals, three games will be played and the total amount of points will determine the winners. For championships, they'll be treated in the same way as the finals in the qualifier tournaments. Each championship match will consist of three games, and the total scores will determine the winners. The winner of the championship match will lock in a spot for the Halo Infinite Invitational. Players that win a championship match will be allowed to play in future cups. If a previous Halo Cup winner ends up winning another Halo Cup, they will still earn the prize money for that tournament. However, they will not earn another invitation to the Halo Infinite Grand Finals. Instead, the invitation will go to the next available player. So they always have an opportunity to win prize money. They just, once they solidify their spot, that spot's solidified and it goes to the next person. And then they include an example I don't need to read through. So this was perhaps the most thought about rule. For full transparency, our reasoning for allowing championship winners to play in the other cups is because we did not want to exclude them. Our perspective on the matter is that if someone won a cup early on in the series and they were not allowed to play in any other cups, they'd be waiting the entire rest of the year to play in the Halo Infinite Grand Finals. This is a 22-tournament series, and having a player getting to play only two tournaments and missing out on the rest is not what we want. Each Halo Cup will not... Okay. Each Halo Cup will only be played on one map. This map will, uh, will be what was considered the official competitive FFA map during its time. For example, Heretic for Halo 3, Zealot for Halo Reach, Midship for Halo 2, etc., etc. Are we getting, like, truth all around? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that was just an example or, sure. like, a, or it's literally going to be midship in every game. Because that's pretty much or what Haven, it was. Or Haven in 4. I don't... I think it'd be Haven in Haven 4. Haven was the FFA in 4? I don't know. What... It, 
people in chat or listeners, what was the FFA map in four? Because I just don't. Bobetta's be oh, perfect. There. So thank you, Bobetta, the fucking of blue team tournaments. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much, especially for being here. And obviously, Bobetta, I'm reading through your guys' document, but if there's anything I miss or anything you want me to highlight further, please let me know. So each qualifier will start with a 64-player cap. Once the 64-player cap is reached, we will not close registration. Registration will stay open. Players who register after the 64-player cap is reached will be placed onto a waiting list. There are two things that can happen. One, there are enough players signed up on the waiting list that we extend the player cap to 128 players. Two, there are not enough players to extend the player cap, and if registered players do not check in or drop from the tournament, players on the wait list will be able to fill their spots. We encourage everyone to sign up for the tournament regardless if they are not a part of the initial 64 players. We want to give the ability for everyone to play. However, attempting to run a 128-player bracket with only 70 to 90 players signed up means round one matches will only have five to six players, which are never fun and ruin the tournament experience. By placing a 64-man cap and extending the cap when there's a high demand enables us to give a much better tournament experience for everyone. The Invitational. Once all the Halo Cups have been completed, the series will move into the Halo Infinite Invitational as the Grand Championship Grand Finals. As stated before, each Halo Cup will have a designated winner that earns their invite. There will be seven champions going into the Invitational. The eighth and final player will be chosen through a lottery-style drawing. To be eligible for the lottery, a player must finish in second, third, or fourth place in a championship. Qualifiers do not count towards being eligible for the lottery draw. Like before, in the event that a player who has won a previous Halo Cup places in the top four, the next eligible player will be given the lottery spot. We have given visual examples below to explain a standard championship cup and the championship cups with previous cup winners. Players have the ability to earn multiple lottery tickets. However, if a player with lottery tickets wins a Halo Cup championship, their lottery tickets are forfeited. For full transparency, we do not have any insider information regarding Halo Infinite. We do not know, we do not even know if the competitive settings will be six-man lobbies or eight-man lobbies. We are honestly going in with a gamble of eight-man lobbies. If FFAs for Infinite are six-man lobbies like Halo 5, we will not be making any changes to the format and will still host the tournament as an eight-man lobby. Once the game is released, we will take some time to let the game have a bacon period, allow the player base to experience the game, and allow us time to get a hold of an official competitive map and setting for FFA. And then again, a couple of examples are included. So the dates. Below are the currently scheduled dates for the first four Halo Cups. Now this goes in like timeline order of the games. Halo Reach is in April. Qualifier 1 will take place on April 11th, with the second qualifier on April 18th. The championship is scheduled for April 25th. This is hosted by... Pen Halo and Blue Team Tournaments. For Halo Combat Evolved, this is taking place in May. The first qualifier on May 15th, with the second qualifier on May 22nd. The championship is scheduled for May 29th, and this is hosted by Click Gaming and Blue Team Tournaments. The Halo 2 event, taking place in June. Qualifier 1 will take place on June 12th. Qualifier number 2 will take place on June 19th with the championship scheduled for June 26th. 
with this one being hosted by Click Gaming and Blue Team Tournaments. And the final one scheduled is Halo 2 Anniversary, happening in July, with the qualifier one taking place on July 10th, qualifier number two on July 17th, the championship scheduled for July 24th, and again, hosted by Click Gaming and Blue Team Tournaments. Halo 3, 4, 5, and Infinite are all to be determined at this point in time. Halo Cups that are currently marked as to be determined will be updated later in the series. Please remember that these tournament organizers are run by volunteers and everyday people. Life sometimes happens, things pop up, and it is very difficult to plan several months in advance. Once we have dates nailed down, we will update this document and send out a notification to our Discord and social media. Bobetta, thank you. Because that way we can talk about it further. And then also, please be aware that these dates and the TOs currently listed for these tournaments are subject to change at any time for any reason. Again, life happens. Registration. Registration for each tournament will be open one week before the posted tournament date. That means if a tournament is scheduled to be on the 14th, then the registration will open on the 7th, so on and so forth. It is through past experience that players sometimes will sign up for a tournament weeks in advance, and then come tournament time, they do not show up due to simply forgetting, making plans, or life popping up unexpectedly. By opening registration only one week before the tournament, rather than several, we have seen a higher percentage of players who register for the tournament also attend and play in said tournament. Every tournament for the FFA series will have their registration up on the Blue Team Tournament's BattleFi page. A link to their page is below. Tournaments will not be viewable until registration opens. Again, I am reading from the document that Blue Team Tournaments has created. This is included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Exclamation point show notes in chat. General and miscellaneous information. This is the last part of it. Tournaments are not region locked. Players from all regions can register and play. Please be aware that we have no control of network issues you may face. Tournament is cross-platform. Players from both Xbox and PC may participate. You will need to join the Blue Team Tournament's Discord to participate. A link is included in the document. Tournament bracket will take place on a custom-created Google Sheet, not BattleFi. BattleFi will be used purely for registration purposes. Registration will have a check-in policy. Players will check in at the Discord. Players who fail to check in will be removed from the tournament. And Smurfs are not allowed. Players must play on their main tags or tags that are similar to their main tag, regardless if you're an amateur or or pro player. Players caught on Smurf accounts will be removed from the tournament and possibly blacklisted for the rest of the series. Account recovering is not allowed. Please do not have another player recover your account and play for you. Players caught account recovering will be removed from the tournament and possibly blacklisted for the rest of the series. More information regarding rules and policies can be found at the Blue Team Tournament's player handbook, which is below. Remember, this handbook is a work in progress and constantly being updated. And finally, as you receive questions and feedback about the FFA series, this document will be updated and amended as needed. So, just from the graphic, I just want to repeat here. Halo Reach, Halo CE, Halo 2, Halo 2 Anniversary, Halo 3, Halo 4, Halo 5, and Halo Infinite. All are going to have FFA tournaments. Holy fuck. That's insane. And 
we this is the cherry on top. Blue team understands that FFA is FFA. Hence the name of this episode. This isn't ending in a 1v1 tournament. Okay. This is going to be an FFA finals. Because they get it. And ladies and gentlemen, that does it for the competitive news. Your upcoming terms of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com. For all your Halo esports needs. On Sunday, March 14th, today, we have the Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4, the Halo 3 MCC Pro Series 4v4, and the Halo Project Brazil Halo 5 2v2, which may or may not have already taken place, like earlier this morning. On Tuesday, March 16th, the return of Louis V. Titans Money Tuesday. I just want to read this graphic one more time. We did it last week. I want to do it this week. Who's worthy of a title fight? Truck and Soul Snipe versus Falcated and Tapping Buttons. Booboo Dubo and Septify versus Frosty and Trippy. The winners of those two matches will face off against each other to determine who is going to face off against the reigning champs of Bound and Renegade. Twitch.tv forward slash Louis V. Titan. Wait. I'm an idiot. This already took place. <laughs> I was so excited. It was, it was last Tuesday. Hence why sure. it was in the upcoming tournaments of the week last week. I was just got really excited. Forget I just fucking said all that. I'm is, sorry. Is there, uh, is there another one going on? Look it up. I don't think there is. Or maybe it's the title fight. That's what I was going to say. It wasn't there. Is it the title fight? Who won? I feel really stupid right now. I'm so sorry. I was really excited. Uh, Justin says, Asylos better go fuck up that Halo 1 tournament. If he doesn't, I'm going to be so pissed off. He hasn't been playing, though. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be under uh, LVT Productions? Yeah, but I figured he would, uh, you know, I'm, I'm checking all channels here. It's okay. Quit screen shooting. I was. I honestly wasn't. <laughs> I honestly wasn't. I, I just thought you were well, looking I, up I his. Thought, I thought you were making fun of me. Because no, I no, 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 no. On his actual page. We we are we interrupt this episode of HCS Pro Talk to scroll through a Twitter timeline. Yeah, the last pin tweet was that last uh, last one you talked about. There's been nothing else yet. Okay. So title fight incoming. So do we do we know who won? It was on the ninth. Let me scroll because I was not able to tune into this one. Oh, here we go. Frosty and Trippy. Boom. They, so I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to steal your spotlight for a second here Go for it, but, uh, the results were, so it was frosty and trippy. They won. They're going to go up against bound and renegade. It looks like it's not scheduled yet, but, uh, they won. And I think it was drunk and soul snipe who they won against. Yeah. So game one, um, frosty and trippy won 25 to 17. 
Game two, they won 25 to 19. And game three, they won 22 to 9. So it's a 3 0. A game that went to time. A, yeah, a game that went to time. That's crazy. That's weird. Especially how far up they were. But hey. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting. I mean, 22 to 9, you're in a pretty steep deficit. I would definitely want to slow down if they were flying sure. at you. Sure. Maybe that was just it. Could have been. Uh, Frosty and Trippy may have been like, hey, we got the lead. We don't need to push them. And they were like, let's slow it down. Things just stalemated for a while and time ran out. Absolutely. I don't know. So, Gotta watch it. So the question is, do you think they win against Bound and Renegade? That's tough because Bound and Renegade have been just straight dominating these Money Tuesdays. So twos are different. Twos are definitely different. But for what it's worth, what's the Sentinels roster for the Halo 5 Pro Series? Oh, yeah. Rossi Trippy. So they are teammates right now in that in fours. The question is, will it translate well enough to the twos? Oh, Maddie says they had, quote unquote, had a disconnect in the last game. Got it. Ah. Thank you, Maddie. They pulled a me and rage quit. Oh, no. <laughs> um, funny how Maddie shows up during his segment of the show, you know? During the upcoming turns of the week presented by NoobComedy.com! Oh. Maddie said I had a ringing in my ear. You did. This is, this is his time. Anytime he hears his name, he's like, his Maddie sense is tingling. On Wednesday, March 17th, we have Wesenthal's Halo 5 Random 4v4 Snipers Tournament. On Friday, March 19th, we have Sanart's uh, Sanart Cross Heated Halo FFA Friday. On Saturday, March 20th, we have the Penn Halo Halo 3 4v4 Draft Tournament, the Esports Minor League Halo 5 4v4 Qualifier Number 1, the HTS Halo 5 Pro Series Open Tournaments for LATAM and EU, because... Australia and New Zealand is not included in this one. And then the HTS Halo 5 Pro Series Pro Tournament for the new season for North America. And then finally, on Sunday, March 21st, we have the LFTG Halo 5 $1,000 2v2 qualifier number three, Key 64 Halo 5 SWAT 4v4 tournaments, and the Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4 and Halo 3 MCC Pro Series 4v4s. So we'll get excited because you are going to have some tournament recaps next week. That's for sure. But that does it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. Hey, Maddie, can I ask a question? For the record, what I'm about to say, you said it first. No merch as well. But can I ask you a question, Maddie? I want to ask you live on our show. I know you've explained why you don't do this in the past, but I'm wondering if you would start doing it now where, so on your events page, right? Or on the right-hand side of the, of the main page where you have the events listed, would you be able to list events that people aren't able to sign up for? And I, I understand why you include events that people can sign up for. I get that. I'm just asking. You don't have to. I think, you know, it'd make my life easier. Will, what do we got next? Not that. <laughs> Roster Media!
Falling Esports announced that they're back. Uh, they're gonna be picking up Neuronical, this fucking guy, Gold Star VR, and Jay Cossey. <laughs> Dragon, Dragon is that guy. There you go. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was so like off the cuff, neuronical. This fucking guy. <laughs> the the guy best that smashed part, his hand on his keyboard. The best part is like that's why. That's another reason why I use. I'm using this clip well, I know, for the interview. I know. I'm so. Oh my god. I'm so happy that was included. Maddie says he'll think about my request as well. But Thanks, yeah. Maddie. The other guy is that UE Dragon dude. UEG Dragon. Well, isn't the G part of it? Dragon? But there's a J there. UEG Dragon. 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 It's time to Dragon. Yeah. J Dragon? Oh my God. But the. But there's no D. It's G J. Yeah, like what the fuck? I I'm so excited for people to listen to this clip. Um, Bobetta says I'm gonna ha head out for some disc golf. Take it easy, guys. You have a great one, Bobetta. Thanks again for all the information regarding Project Rainbow Road, the Road to Infinite FFA series. Super fucking excited. Super excited to see the talent that comes out of it. And uh, just thank you for putting on and working with other tournament organizers to put on such an incredible event leading up to and including the release of the brand new title. I think that's incredible. The amount of the amount of work and the amount of time that I that I can only imagine went into planning all of this. It's that's insane. Yeah. Like the amount of organizers that were included, that's that's incredible. Um Lunchy says, also welcome back Lunchy. Hope you're having a great one. Uh he states, I wish these podcasts weren't at 5 a.m. for me. You know, they do release after the fact. Like, I appreciate you being here, but oh, I don't yeah. want to make you be here at 5 a.m. your time. Like, it's on YouTube after the fact. And all your favorite podcast services. <laughs> yeah, but it ain't live, bro. You're right. It ain't yeah. live. And we're not, that there, we wouldn't be talking to you right now, you know? True. Through the lens of a camera. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Bobetta says, kind of wish someone from HCS or 343 would retweet it, but it is what it is. Hey, you know, you're right. Come on, guys. <laughs> this is amazing. Maybe they just don't appreciate FFA for what it is. I mean, they were the ones that ended the Halo 4 Global Championship in a 1v1. So. Yep. Uh, Lunchy says, I love hearing you guys attempt to say Aussie gamer tags. Try. All you. It's all you. <laughs> Speaking of gamer tags, Will, yeah. what do we got for the tournament league recaps of the week? All right. Uh, we'll start off with LFTG Halo 5 1K2v2 qualifier. This is the number two qualifier for those who are interested. In number two. Third, fourth, we had Steel Ball Run, which was Fireboy and Lagan. The other third, fourth team was Legendite, which was Precisionite and Legend. Second went to 2020 Fire. I mean, 2020 was on fire, like, oh God. not in a good way. It was not lit. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks to them, and that was the Luffy and 
Rorzorch. I can never say the name. Should we include that one on the worst gamer tags? Rorzich? Rorzich? Yeah, sure. Why not? How the fuck you say that name? Get at us. First place went to Team Jumpman, taking home 60 bucks. It Jump- was uh, Demon Sue and Vemzy. Vemzy, man, really showing up lately. Hell yeah. Next up, Esports Arena Halo 5, 4 before results. In fourth place, we have Legends, which was Kimbo, Snipe Drone, Legend, and Jimbo. Third went to Demon Mode, Arctic, Ace, Barton, and Sabinator. Second went to Kansas City Pioneers, taking home $400, Druck, Soul, Snipe, Tolik, and Manny. In first place went to Yotes. Not the goats, but the yotes. Taking home $600. It's bound Frosty, Boo Boo and Falcated. Perfect. Rortsch. 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 I don't know. Moving on. HCSA 3 MCC Pro Series 4v4 Maddie's just guessing, by the way. He doesn't even know. Awesome. In fourth place, we have Antimatter. Employee, Blaze, Piles, and Reliable. Third went to Flyers, Elamite, commonly Hunter, JJX, and Straight Sick. Can I say something real quick? Uh, sh- sure, because you always interrupt me in the middle of the I tournament. do. It's not, it's Elumnite. Elumnite? Yeah. You said Elamite for like I, the past I, two I, weeks. Uh, Elumnite, yeah, yeah, I have. It's okay. I just, I just don't want people to think that he's competing all the time. I'm just like again. quick read it. Yeah, it's okay. I get it. No, I just, it's okay. Elumnite. Hashtag not just a coach. Commonly Hunter JGX and Straight Stick on Flyers. Second, went to H3 team, taking home $400. APG Lethal, Snake Bite, and Trippy. What? Yeah, they lost. Their Again. First place went to the Green Cats. What did we determine the green team was? Was it the Green Monkeys or the Green Jaguars or something like that? Either way, they took home 600 bucks. We just looked this up and we're doing it again. Gilkey, Nikoski, Rain, and Ryan Noob. The, the Green Monkeys. You yeah, are correct. Yeah. That was the Legends of the Hidden Temple name, which we did go through last week. Jesus Christ. I think I have to open a link for this one. Oh, sorry. I didn't know the result. Don't You don't need to worry about that. That's not it. Let's go to the next one. Sounds good. All right, moving on to the HCS Halo 5 Pro Series Open Tournament for Australia New Zealand. Here you go, Lunchy. Here, yep, here you go, Lunchy. In fourth place, we had Osprey. It was Enigma, Fraser, Pandorable, and Wheezy. That wasn't too bad. Third not place, yet. <laughs> third place went to OE. Or Oi. Oi. Ninjustics. Yup. Basheral Lassad. I don't know. Grand Lash Shadow and Snakey. Second went to On Top, taking home 400 bucks. It was Berserk, Lucas, Slays, and Junior. And first went to Titans, taking home $600. Seduce, Barcode, Pips, and Madzy. They're back to back. Champs. They did it again. They did it again. This So this one name is going to... I'm going to have to, like, really look at that one. <laughs> how do you... So, Lunchy, how do you say that name? I'm going to... Mr. Fucking From the Region. B-A-S-H-A-R-A-L-A-S-A-D. Bashar al-Assad? Bashar al-Assad? Bashar al-Assad, that's... Yeah. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> Will it all fucking caps? That's how it's typed out on here. That's how all of them are typed out on there. This is fucking noobcomo.com. 
Check out noobcow.com for the MMA sports teeth. We'll move on to the EU results here for their open tournament. In fourth place, we had Royal Marines, Shiesty Haulers, Marine, and Mista. Third went to Krogan of Vaccine, Crossman Tom, Tommy the Krogan, Outcast, and Speed. Second went to uh, England, Germany, Italian, and France. Taking home $400. Kimbo, SLG, Mosin, Snipe Drone. And first went to Cartel Ultra. Taking home 600 bucks. Shady, Jimbo, Legend, and Sicka. What the fuck they need to change their name? Why not? <laughs> I I liked it when they were just Cartel. It's just the name of the band. You know? Also, can we change... <laughs> Next week, pending they keep the same name, can you just pronounce it Anger Edifra? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Next I up, tried. open tournament for the Latam region. Fourth place went to Storm. Uh, I'm going to go with Lore. Leor. Leor. Laylox, Strikey, and Vorzi. Third went to Fire and Ice, Magical Bullet, Noble, and Zarak, or Zarek. What are you going to say? What are you going to say? I just think it's Zark. Zark? I don't know. I don't know. Zark? 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 It's... There's two Zs again. All right. Second went to Survive. 400 bucks. One MC. Running JM. Guardian Flies. And Gambino. And first went to Pittsburgh Knights. Atso Drift. Tapping Buttons. And Pool. Good on Survive, though. You know? Sure. Getting that second place? I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. Usually, it's it's always like Pittsburgh Knights and Fire and Ice. True. They're always 1-2. So, cool to see. So, this NA one. Um, so, Maddie says, I swear that's uh, why I was saying in my head yesterday, Josh. I mean, hey, it is what it is. You know, we're, we're of the same mindset. Depressed. So, um, when you... <laughs> when you read... <laughs> Just going to drop I, that there. I feel so bad now. I love you, Maddie. I should have said great minds think alike, you know? That's what I should have said. Uh, I'm excited for you to read through the North American ones, though, because of who won. Okay? Okay. Go ahead. North America, Open Pro Series here. In fourth place, we had Elevate, uh, Carmea, Fate, Simply Fear Me, and Venzi. Third went to San Diego Fire, Nemesis, uh, Saikul, Luo, and... Higgy Saiyan. Third or second went to Cobra Kai, uh, Eli Elite, Bohm, Nemesis, and Switch Fives. And then first went to Ambush, Ace, Savidator, Spartan, and Arctic. So that Ambush squad, two things I really love about this. It seems to me like Spartan's putting the work back in a little bit. And you know what happens when that happens? Ace coming back like that. And this is, I don't know. It's also the open tournament. Not nothing against. Oh that, no, I know, I know. We don't know what's going to happen in the pro ne- in, uh, this coming week. We don't know, but they were dominant throughout the entire open. Okay, so take that well, as you will. Well, you look at who who played, and you have Ambush, who has tournament experience and land experience yes. against a lot of these other teams that don't have as much of that. Sure, but like I said, maybe this puts them in a better running then for getting a, a better placing in the pro tournament because they have that experience. But then again, they haven't been teaming for a while, so who the fuck knows there? But I will say, I love how they brought the team name of Ambush back. I love that. It hits me right in the feels. Love it. Um, 
Maddie says Ace said Spartan joined them because they were taking it more seriously than Ryan Ubin them. And they plan on scrimming for the upcoming tournaments. Ladies and gentlemen, hard work pays off. Holy fucking shit. Thank you. Oh man. I gave Spartan a lot of shit in recent weeks. Okay. And it's nothing against him as a person. It's just my mentality of why bother if you're not going to put the work in and And now look what happens when you do. And frankly, for that ambush squad, I hope you do well in the pro tournament. I really do shake things up. It's fucking cool seeing Ace back. I like that shit. I like the ambush name. Spartan putting work in. This is good. Yes. Keep it the fuck up. All right. Thank you for coming by TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm forced to be here, but you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that does it for the episode of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Am I switching to the next scene? Are you ready? Are you, are you going to say that does it for the... Oh, that does it for the tournament and league recaps of the week. <laughs> as, yeah. Um. Yes. <laughs> you... <laughs> you can switch to the other scene if you'd like. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is our interview snippet that we have for our upcoming interview, which will post on Tuesday this week at noon central with Why Not Be Reckless, a.k.a. Why Not Be Casting. I'm ready. All right. That's not it. The live reaction one. There you go. That's it. It says interview. I figured it was the it interview. It says on the show notes. I'll look at those. Oh, my God. Yeah, Maddie. He says more interviews. Yes, we have one every week for the month of March. Fuck yeah, we do. And this is interview number two. With, again, why not be reckless, a.k.a. why not be casting? And this is a little story about... The gamer tag known as this fucking guy or Yuichi <laughs> Dragon. <laughs> or however the fuck you want to pronounce it. Here we go. Uh. An unknown player that you expect to do big things in Halo Infinite. I know you probably have many, but name one for us. Hmm. I got to pick somebody. Un- I, I, I have some underrated players. Go for it. Whatever what you, you want. This is your shit. Whatever you want. I'm I'm I can't say I'm not, I'm not gonna go switch switch is known. I'm gonna go U E G Dragon. Jared Dragon. You because because oh, he, name. he's good. Like he yeah, he he's good. And 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 I feel like a lot of the casual pl- uh, viewers may not know him. Like a, lot, a lot of people that, that watch like you know tournaments, they know him, you know, they know him as a top uh, but but people don't realize how good he is. So I would say I, I, I wish I could do a couple out there. I feel like I, I feel like I'm doing a disservice out there to a few people, but one for one person that pops on the top of my head, UEG Jared. Sorry for anybody else that I'm missing. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna get a lot of a lot of DMs people yelling at me after this. I know it. Because I, I this was on the cusp like, this is on the spot they put me on. So it I is. didn't think of you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So a couple things. One uh you, in terms of casuals 
us. Uh, we had no idea for the longest time. Tony, I shit you not. We had no idea for the longest time how to pronounce that motherfucker's name. I swear to God, every week where he was in a tournament recap that we'd do, we would do, we would stumble. Yep. Just no idea until, until we heard you guys say his name during, I think... I think it was an LVT. It was yeah. during a watch party stream. Yep. And one of you said dragon. And I looked at the name and I'm like, oh my God, that's what it is. The UEG well, even is just that's not real. Even that he, he, he tried to go out and say that like, like it was Hungarian for the word dragon. A quick Google search proved that wrong. It's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I swear, I promise you, he smashed his head on a keyboard. That's what popped up, and that's his name. Because he yes. also had to pronounce name all the time. He said, "I don't know." Like he literally doesn't. Like, he doesn't even know what it is. Oh, oh my god! Know. Okay, so we're not wrong then. We just don't know. Yeah. He doesn't know. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Thank you for that context. <laughs> I felt like I was banging my head against the table. Like you look at it and you're like, "What? What? We have a list, Tony. We have a list of best and worst gamer tags and team names of the year, and we're compiling them over every episode of the show. He's on there, obviously. Like that, should be. Oh yeah, he's top. He's top of the list right now. Like you, what? Oh my god. Okay, and then the second thing. Let me, I'll get to it here. The second thing. There you go. Boom. There it is. There's a little snippet from the interview that we have with Why Not Be Reckless, aka Why Not Be Casting. Check it out. Releases Tuesday. All podcast services and the uh, the VOD will be on YouTube as well. Tuesday, noon central. Check it out. And then also, I guess we'll take this uh, opportunity to say that our next interview is going to be with the man himself, Alex, a.k.a. Shyway. Um, so we will have that interview this week. So if you have any questions that you have for Shyway, we'll post the topic in the Discord as well. And you can post some questions that you'd like us to ask. We'll pick a couple and include them within the interview. And that will be released the following week. And then if you also don't know, our final interview, uh, we just need to get down in the books, but it should be with Louis V. Titan himself of now full-time LVT Productions. So couple more interviews for the month of March that we got lined up and then reach out to some more folks for April. So stay tuned. And then also, I know I teased this before, but will, before you move on to the next segment here, um, we do have some really cool things planned with our partnership with uh podcast evolved. We, we did a couple we, we recorded a test thing the other day, really excited uh, thought of another idea as well. Like there's, there's going to be some cool shit coming. So stay tuned for that. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the interview snippet. It's time for some regular news. The hashtag ask three, four, three Zeta halo by three, four, three industries video released. So this is an opportunity. They released the, uh, the inside infinite blog, right? And then you have an opportunity to use the hashtag ask three, four, three, um, hashtag on Twitter. And you can ask questions that they may or may not include in the video version of like a response to the article. Okay. So here are some of the questions that I pulled from that. I did not pull all of them because again, we're, we are mainly a multiplayer focused show. 
um, especially on the competitive side of things. But there are some questions I wanted to pull from this that are just cool in general and then also can tie into the multiplayer aspect. Uh, if you want to check out the full video, it's included in the Google Doc of the show. notes of the show. Check it out. So is there going to be dynamic weather? There's nothing in terms of rainstorms or snowstorms or anything like that at launch, potentially sometime in the future. So you have a dynamic uh, day-night cycle, right? They already announced that. But as in terms of like inclement weather, no, not at launch. Is there going to be hostile wildlife? No. Wildlife will not be hostile towards you. Will there be dual wielding? The current plan is no. Will there be playable elites? The current plan is no. The reason why they say current plan in this situation, this was Quinn Del Hoyo, if I'm not mistaken, who was answering these questions, these two specifically. The reason why the current plan is no is because they, they never want to say never. And in within the current scope of the of what they're working on, that's just not something that was thought of or included. So never say never. Will there be weapon upgrades in the campaign? No, although there will be variants of weapons unlockable within the campaign. Now, they didn't dive a lot deeper into that. So when I think of weapon variants, Will, we the current iteration that we have are like the Warzone variants in Halo 5, right? Yep. So do we have... I'm not saying that Warzone's back. I'm not saying that at all because we I have, I don't even want to speculate on that. I just have no idea. But the question is, since they did state that there will be variants of weapons, how many variants will there be? Because are we talking about like, oh, a special type of bulldog? Oh, a special type of whatever, and that's it? Or are we talking further? I don't know. Getting the Norfang back. You never know, right? Yeah. And, and then they also say that equipment will be able to be upgraded within the campaign. Okay. They didn't say anything about multiplayer. They said equipment will be able to be upgraded within campaign. So during the infinite blog, it stated that you'll be able to hold multiple pieces of equipment in campaign, right? You'll have, you'll be able to hold, I think three is what they said. So the question is, will you be able to hold multiple pieces of equipment within multiplayer? Not in the base multiplayer experience, but options are being looked into for custom games. Okay. So the base multiplayer experiences, you'll have your one equipment slot. You can pick it up on the map. You can kill a, an enemy that had one and pick it up off their body. There you go. Or there are options that are being looked into for custom games, but you will not be able to hold more than one in the base experience. Again, those are all the ones that I pulled from the video. There are a lot more that are focused on the campaign and the world building side of things. So if you want to check those out, check the video out, Google doc, of the show notes of the show. Uh, Justin says, if infinite has a 10 year plan, they could bring it in later. Absolutely. Uh, and he said, I'd for sure be down for dual wielding in the sense of like halo two SMGs are always dual, but the halo five version is solo. Uh, cause it's technically two different models of the SMG. Yes. So, and I think I forgot who posted it on Twitter. Um, but they, they were talking about how it'd be, if dual wielding was to be an infinite, it should be for weapons specifically designed for it. Like you were mentioning, Justin. So like if there were, if there were two 
like dumbed down pistols that are only used in dual wielding senses. Like uh fucking um the the like rapid fire pistols in Call of Duty, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um the Diamatis, is that what they're called? But either way, it's it's yeah. Something like that, I guess, could work if they implemented something like that, but it has to be specifically tuned for that. I don't know. Next up, the MCC and development and flighting updates. This is by Postums. So they released a flight update to the MCC flight that is currently live on on a PC and console. The content in the flight, along with the update, includes Season 6 customization content. I think even more got added. Two new maps for Halo 3 from Halo Online. These include Edge and Waterfall. And FLV Slider support for all Xbox One consoles. FLV Slider will no longer be locked when the Xbox Series X and S devices are set to 120 hertz. Double key bindings, mouse and keyboard support for consoles, advanced audio options, weapon display offsets or view model position customization options, MCC's all-new customization content exchange and a variety of additional bug fixes. We have just a few new things in there that players can try out, interact with, and experience for the first time in a Halo game. For players curious about what the exchange is, think of it as a place to redeem unused season points. So there's stuff there. And then if you don't have a lot of time to get into it, the flight has been extended to next Monday, March 15th. So tomorrow. Okay? So... By the time the VOD is posted to YouTube, this is more than likely done. But you can play for a little bit longer. And then, for those curious about the custom game browser and its recent no-show in flighting, we know that there are questions, but we ask for you to please stay tuned over the next few weeks. We are looking at how best to get this out to the community at this time. Once we have resolved various bugs, we'll be sure to get back on the bullhorn and let y'all know when and where you can get your hands on it first. So they planned on having it included in the flight. Things didn't work out. It's not in the flight. Um, Justin says it wouldn't even be technically be dual wielding. It would just have the animation of dual weapons while behaving like a new single weapon. Okay. Okay. Will the Halo community update by Unishek. Thank you. HS Grassroots, March 21st, the Halo Australia play date. It's a social 4v4 across Halo 2 Anniversary, Halo 3, and MCC. It'll be on Sunday, March 21st at 6 to 8 p.m. AEDT. Rewards include Beach Life nameplate for matching and grassroots nameplate giveaways on stream. Creators include Lunchy. There you go. Monza, uh, Jace OCE, and SSJ4. On March 23rd, there's a GT Halo playdate, which is social BTB across Halo 2 Classic and Halo 3 BT in MCC. Tuesday, March 23rd at 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time with a Burst Fire nameplate for matching and a Burst Fire and Legendary 2 nameplate for giveaways on stream. Creators include Voodoo Man, Martin Ohms, Bittersweet, Echidna, Covent, Aperture, Oath X, Real Life Spartan, and Active. And then on March 27th, we have the SWAT Nation playdate, which is a SWAT 4v4 in Halo 5. Good luck facing off against them. Holy shit. Uh, Saturday, March 27th at 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern time. Rewards include a shooting star nameplate for matching them and a shooting star and legendary two nameplate giveaways on their streams. And the creators include Naptimes, Veronica, Why Not Be Casting, and Nafburger. Again, good fucking luck against them. 
And then finally, for the Halo 5 Guardians upcoming calendar, for March, things that have already taken place. March 4th, the Spring 2021 arena season has begun, and Ranked Snipers rotate, uh, goes live for the season. On March 11th, Triple Team rotated in for Castle Wars and Warzone Assault went live for the weekend. On March 18th, Core Play rotates, rotates in for Triple Team. And then on March 25th, Jesus, Foreigner Slayer rotates in for Core Play and Warzone Turbo goes live for the weekend. For April, Rock and Rail rotates in for Foreigner Slayer on the 1st. I wonder if they'll do something for April Fool's Day. Probably not. Dead game. April 8th, ODST Slayer rotates in for Rock and Rail. On the 15th, Roaming King rotates in for ODST Slayer and Warzone Assault goes live for the weekend. On April 22nd, Griffball rotates in for ODST Slayer. I think they meant to say Roaming King. But who knows? April 22nd, Community Slayer rotates in for Griffball. I think that's exactly what they meant to do. And on April 29th, Warzone Turbo goes live for the weekend. And that does it for the regular news. It's time for Con of the Game to watch! Call of Duty League major number one results. This is by the Call of Duty League. We already went through most of it last week, so I'm just going to focus on the big matchups to end the major, Will. We had the Dallas Empire... We'll go up against the Atlanta phase in the winner's final. Loser would go up against the New York subliners. Winner moves on to the grand final. And in a little bit of a fucking surprise, the Atlanta phase came out hot as fuck, boy, and won 3-0, sending Dallas to elimination final. Loser's final because you're losers if you lose. Therefore, the loser's final was the Dallas Empire going up against the New York Subliners, and this is where Maddie got really mad at us, mainly me, because we wanted the New York Subliners to win, but they didn't. As a matter of fact, they got molly whopped, and they lost 3-0. Sorry, Maddie. Maddie says, only you, Josh. I can't be mad at Will. This was in all caps. <laughs> you know what the best part is? I'm not talking to him face-to-face right now. I'm only talking to him through the lens of a webcam and seeing his name in chat. Therefore, fuck you, Maddie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really wanted them to win. Yeah. They just didn't. They couldn't get anything going. Like, we were, we were watching live. Right after the show was recorded, we, we sat in the living room and we watched the whole thing. So, but then, so as Atlanta Faye is going up against the Dallas Empire in the grand final, and this was a best of 11, wait, best of nine. Best of nine. Yes. I thought it was a best of 11. It's actually a best of nine. In the Atlanta Faye's, we're like, ha, 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 reigning champs, my ass. And uh, they did not lay down. They didn't let up on the gas. They won 5-2. And again, in a dominant fashion. Like it was, holy shit. Those tiny tears are something else. So with that event out of the way, 
uh, we have a little bit of a downer situation here. So methods of the Toronto ultra has been benched. And this is of, this is by methods. He states before it comes from anyone else, I've been benched by the ultra. Not really sure what to say or do. This is my best game since world war two. And obviously wasn't expecting this. I appreciate the support in advance. For those who don't know, Methods is arguably the best player on that team. So, this was fucking weird. And then Martin Ohms, Voodoo Man, in our Discord, he stated that reality what it is, is that Insight is currently the top player in Challengers and that they just want to give him a shot and see what he's got. But the fact of the matter is, why bench your best fucking player instead of somebody who's not performing well? Like, I don't get that. And and it, Martin didn't explain further. He, just, he said that, and like, I don't want to peg him. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. I just don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't think anybody knows what the fuck's going on. It's weird as shit. But yeah, good luck methods. Uh, clearly, obviously, you don't deserve that. And I wish you the best of luck. You may be our quote-unquote rivals of the North, but I mean, you still deserve better than that. Um, And finally, the CDL... 2021 stage two has been set is by the call of duty league. I'm not going to go through every matchup, but I'm going to go through ours. Okay. Okay. Actually first, just to dig in Maddie a little bit further, the Atlanta phase go up against the New York subliners first game. <laughs> Who do you think wins that one? I think phase wins. I want subliners to win. <laughs> Agreed. You know what else is funny? The subliners next matchup against the L is against the LA thieves. Who wins that one? That's going to be a tough, that'll be a tough one. Yeah, I agree. But okay. Our first matchup is against the Paris Legion. Now I'll say this. They're better than what they look like on paper. Honestly, like they are, they said it even during like the draft show. They're like, they're, they're kind of a dark horse in the league right now. They just need to heat up. The question is whether or not we can actually like fucking, you know, be cohesive and win a goddamn series. Because I feel like we are, we should be better than what we are on paper as well. It's just, we haven't, you know, done it. Sure. Do you think we win that matchup? Sure. All right. Our next matchup is, is against the Florida uh, Mutineers. Um, I think we win that. I'm going to say this is the one we should win, but we lose because we don't bring the energy or something like that. So here's the question then. We beat the Empire the first time we played them. Yeah. We go up against Optic Chicago. We beat them. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. I think That's confidence right there. Fucking shit on them. We're going to lose. 3-0, bitch. We're going to lose that Mutineers match and be like, what the fuck? And then we're going to come back and beat Chicago. But then the next question is, do we beat the Empire in our last match of that week? Um, we seem to have their number, really, with that. Um, That's how I felt but, that we were against the top teams because we had Atlanta Phase's number last year. Last year. And they uh, were the top team to beat. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say we lose this one because it is going to come down. I'm going to say it's 3-1. We lose. Okay. 
And the one thing I hate about control is the fact that you can spawn trap. Like, why is that a thing in competitive? Why are you able to push all the way through and not let the team get out at all? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it feels shitty. It like, does feel shitty, but I mean, like, what? how, how are you going to... Well, how would you design the map otherwise? Would you put, like, a death wall? Where, like, you cannot cross this point if everyone's dead on the other team. I don't know. Just maybe make a better game. <laughs> Holy shit. No, I don't know. It just, it's... I, I, I get spawn trapping has been a thing in games forever, but when you're in a major competitive sense, it just feels crappy. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then, Maddie, I'll give it to you. The Newark Subliners go up against the Gorillas and the Ro London Royal Ravens that week, and I think those are two wins for them. The Gorillas could be a challenge. They also play the Ultra. Or am I looking? You're looking at the week after, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you are. So, the final week, the only matchup that we have is against the Seattle Surge. Uh-huh. Um, and I think we win that game. Seattle are bad again. And I'm talking like, Paul Shee, I'm sorry, man. Like, they are bottom of the barrel bad this year again. Yeah, they got some uh, some digging to do. I don't know what the fuck is going on on that team. Because I thought the whole point was Octane builds the roster around him. But clearly some shit ain't happening. And then, just because we're doing it, uh, the subliners go up against Ultra with potentially methods being benched. I'm going to say the subliners win that one too. See, this is where like I feel like teams like got to be pulling out trades or something. Trade a veteran talent for an upcomer to try to boost your team for the future. Right. And that's a shitty thing about switching between Infinity Ward and uh, Treyarch. Treyarch is yeah. you could have an Infinity Ward god on your team, and then the next year your team's going to be shit because they are better at Modern Warfare than they are at Black Ops. I don't like it. It is kind of weird now that we talk a little bit more about COD on the show. Mm -hmm. that, that dynamic bet between the difference between the two studios' games. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, uh, it honestly, you know, just like Halo, it comes down to positioning in your shot and everything. But. Right. Like I, I didn't like the whole, I wasn't a fan of the World War II season because that game was fucking slow. And like you went from, you went from World War II to Black Ops 4, right? It was World War II, Black Ops 4, Modern Warfare, and now Cold War. Maybe, yeah. Like it, that that change from World War II to to Black Ops Four. If that if I'm right in that assumption, like that's fucking crazy. I could be wrong though. Will's looking up release dates right now. I just don't know. What do you got? Yeah, World War II then into Black Ops 4. Yeah, that's, that's a drastic change. Um, so who knows what the next one's going to be? Who knows what Infinity Ward's game's going to be next? Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> In other words, Modern Warfare 2022. The graphics going to come up? Or it's just going to be like T-O-O, like Modern Warfare. We're here too. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be actually really funny. I'd like that a lot. Uh, 
And the final piece of Cotton of the Games Watch that we have, Microsoft completes Bethesda acquisition, promises some Xbox and PC exclusives. This is by Tom Warren of The Verge. Microsoft had finalized its $7.5 billion deal to acquire ZeniMax Media, the parent company of Doom and Fallout studio Bethesda Softworks. The finalization comes just a day after Microsoft secured regulatory approval from the EU for the acquisition, and it will now bolster the company's first-party Xbox game studios up to a total of 23. Quote, this is the next step in building an industry-leading first-party studios team, a commitment we have to our Xbox community, end quote, says Microsoft's gaming chief, Phil Spencer. Quote, with the addition of the Bethesda creative teams, gamers should know that Xbox consoles, PC, and Game Pass will be the best place to experience new Bethesda games, including some new titles in the future that will be exclusive to Xbox and PC players, end quote. You knew it was coming. They're going, they're keeping their contractual obligations in place for like the timed exclusivity on. Oh, there was one game that they were, that they were doing. I'm forgetting the name of it. There's a timed exclusive that they're keeping though, but that's besides the point. Um, so this is a thing and they already, I didn't include this here, but like, I think 14 games from the Bethesda catalog are now on game pass. And like a, a dozen of them or so are getting like their, the FPS boost for the series consoles. So that's kind of cool. Um, Josh says death loop in Ghostwire Tokyo. There you go. There you go. That's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures with the Nailers. And other games too. Will? What did you happen to play over the last week? Um, played a little bit on Tuesday for the community play date before I had to head over to my hockey game. Which you fucking won, baby! Yeah. Yes, we did. So you played hockey? Played hockey. What was the, what was the final score? Seven to four. How many goals did you have? Two. How many people did you hit? Oh, n- none, because we're not supposed to. All of them. He hit every <laughs> player. Stick first. Am I the goon? No, I'm the opposite of the goon. I am the guy that's like trying to weave between anybody. And if I get clipped a little bit, I'm down on the ground. <laughs> oh no. Um, and then, yeah, so I played some Halo 5 for the community play date, which I'll let you go into detail about the game types. Okay. And I played a couple quick ga- play games before we came over here on Friday for uh, Project TBD. <laughs> Project TBD. I like that. I like that. Uh, Eric says, also, welcome back, Eric. He says, to be honest, PC was always the best way to experience Bethesda releases. You know, before I had a PC, I'd argue with you on that, but yeah, I agree now. Yeah. Just mod support. But then again, then again, Fallout 4 and Skyrim Special Edition not all, but a good amount of mods are supported on console now. So that's kind of cool. And I'm excited to see how they take advantage of the new hardware. Because, I mean, they are just gaming PCs at this point, realistically speaking. Also, uh, Eric, congratulations on getting your 3070. That's awesome. Um, 
And then Dave joked and said, Call of Duty 18, Modern Warfare 6, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. I like that. Perfect. Will, you didn't include it. I'm going to ask you about it. Yeah. What did you play yesterday? Oh. Uh, I had another session of D&D. Now, before you say how it went, yeah. apparently this went on for a long time. Oh, yeah. we Our sessions usually go all day. Like, we start, we get there at 1030 for breakfast. Like, they, they make breakfast there. We eat. Oh, we hang shit. out. We okay. start or We start around noon. Okay. Sometimes, uh, depending if everyone's there earlier, we can start earlier. Um, started around noon. Um, a couple people had to leave for a family thing at like one forty-five. Okay. So we took a break. They were gone for maybe an hour, but we continued the story. Not just not like crazy stuff. Sure. Um, continued a little bit. They got back and then we broke for lunch. They made lunch. Man. We, we ate lunch, got back into the story. Uh, and I didn't leave until like nine 30. So yeah. It's a long fucking day of just holy dungeons moly. and dragons. So how'd it go? It went well, I think. You explained to me that you, you told me the character that you are. Yeah. But you went a little bit further the other night as to the ghost portion. Oh yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Please explain to the folks at home. Oh, uh, okay. So my character is a blood hunter, which is a type of class. And there's different orders of blood hunters, and I'm a ghost slayer. And the party that I met up with has, they own a tavern, but there's like a ghost that helps them around the tavern who used to work there who died apparently. So, uh, yeah, I had a little interaction with the ghost. I drew my sword on him. The party was like, no, 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 it's cool. And I was just be, like begrudging about the ghost the whole time. So you rest didn't the kill night. the ghost? No. Fuck. <laughs> I could just imagine the party just being I may like, have died. For a fucking loop. I may have died if I killed their ghost because they may have just killed me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was good. Um, my character is like, he was always like a loner type. So okay. it's weird for him to be in a group setting. So like there was a point where we had received some gold for doing, we, we for the last boss battle basically. And everyone went to go shopping, so the only place I had to go was go get health potions next door. Okay. So I came back, and everyone else has still gone shopping. I just got drunk at the bar. So then when everyone came back, like, they had, you know, I was just drunk and just messing around. And You should have killed the ghost. <laughs> so the funny thing is, so apparently there's this ongoing joke. So I joined the campaign late. There's this ongoing joke where one of the characters buys glitter from this person and then throws it at our barbarian and the barbarian just gets pissed. So my character was drunk and he came up to me with this vial of glitter and was like, you should throw this at the barbarian. He, he was like, he's like, use this on Aiden. And I was like, what? He's like, you'll know when the right time is. So that character goes and throws glitter at the other character. Okay. And like, they're like fighting on the floor because Aiden, the Aiden, the, the barbarians pissed off. And I just, Stumble over there, I reach in my pouch and grab my glitter and I just throw it in the air over both of them. And then the barbarian fucking rages and he gets like an ability and he shoots light out of his chest into like the wall. And since I was drunk, I was like, the ghost! I threw my sword, <laughs> swabbling around the tavern with my sword out. Oh my God. 
And then there was another instance where after all this happened, yeah, um, someone came. So we the the party had come into a lot of money okay. after this, and this Lord of of Waterdeep, the town we're in, came and asked to borrow money for a project, but it was a interest free loan. But we'd get like a favor token, right? Like we could ask for a favor, kind of like a marker in John yeah. Wick too. Yeah. Eh? Eh? Um, I like that. But so I, my <laughs> drunk ass is in the corner of the room, and we're talking about like. Wait, well, we, we're not going to get any extra money. We're just going to get this token. I go, well, we use the f- fucking token to get the interest money for the loan. <laughs> like, oh my god! And they're like, holy shit! Just stay in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a smooth move. Yeah, that's so. smart. Uh, Eric asks, "Is that uh, really local to you guy? To you guys, Will? Uh, I know a few groups in your area, and I'm interested if it's a group I know. Obviously, an offline discussion, but just curious." Yeah, the um, I mean. You know we're around the St. Paul area. the The group is in uh, Invergrove, and there's already seven players in our campaign, plus a couple few NPCs. So we're really packed up. The DM's like at capacity; he doesn't want any more. And combat takes us for fucking ever. Sure, but yeah, um, I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of it's fun just to it hang out. Sounds like you are. Holy shit. It's really just hanging out, and so yeah, we got we came into some money. We're upgrading the tavern. Okay. Um, first level is your normal tavern. Second, third level is rooms. Mm-hmm. Fourth level is going to be a brothel. And Hell yeah, it is. Uh, fifth level is going to be like our sleeping quarters with like this glass dome. I'm like, we're creating the fucking Avengers Tower here. <laughs> so it's going to be sick, and all of our all of our personal <laughs> rooms are on that top level, like in a circle. So it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be like our own uh, our own place, yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's really fun. That sounds like a fully invested. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and the, like there's like a whole like mechanic to where, um, at the end of every week, which is ten days in D and D. Okay. So at the end of every ten day, we roll to see how much money we made that week. Oh wow! Which is kind of cool since it's they, just a consistent income. Yeah, that's really yep. neat. I, I love how I love how fully featured this campaign sounds and just how cool they can get and how crazy they can get. That's awesome. Glad you found that party. Um, anything else no, you wanted to mention? That's all I've done, man. No, that's, that's cool though. That's really fucking cool. Um, so Halo five community play date. We played some of the paint roll raid game types. We, we learned that paintball is a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Except uh, Justin's a piece of shit. Apparently it, he plays it a lot. Yeah, he's a fucking master at it. It's insane. Any more betrayals? No, Josh didn't play with us because we played Halo 5. Um, Just calling his ass out like that. I love it. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. We also played uh, twos. So I went on and I went to ForgeHub.com. You guys should check out that website. It's got fantastic uh, custom maps and everything there um, for a multitude of different types of games. Um, within Halo, obviously. And they have a lot of custom twos maps. Um, so I downloaded a couple of those. Uh, also, can I just say how amazing it is? They, I really hope, I really hope 343 does this again with Infinite. The bookmarking system, when it comes to maps and game types, how seamless it is to go onto halowaypoint.com, log into your account, Right. And any link to a map or game type, like will bring you directly to that map or game type. You 
click on bookmark and it shows up in your game instantly. Like you don't have to log out of the game and log back in. You don't have to close it out. It's just there. I really hope they bring that back for infinite because it's, it's a godsend. Like when you're just scrolling through trying to find a map that you want to play, that you want to try out, hit bookmark. Boom. I can boot it up into a custom game immediately. That's awesome. So we played, we played one on like this open area that uh, had like a big fucking like circular ramp that, that brought you to a speed boost. And then there was a pyramid as well. It was a weirdly structured map, but the cool thing was it was, I don't think it was around the whole thing, but around a good amount of it. Um, you know how like typical maps you go out of bounds and you die yeah, or like you'd fall off the map and you die this map around the outside. I don't think it was the whole outside. Like I said, but they had, um, an anti-grav field, but I shouldn't say anti-grav. It was a, it was like a vertical lift Yeah, where if you get into the area, it would just lightly bring you up and back into the map. Yeah. It's fucking cool. The map's not very good overall, but that aspect was kind of cool. And then the second map we played, um, are you bringing up that tweet? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. The second map that we played was a dojo map, which was actually really fucking cool. Had a lot of really cool corridors and whatnot. And it was awesome. Uh, Dave said, did you guys see this non esports related tweet? And it says Bungie thought they could get away with this. Um, the pillar of autumn looks exact. Wait, Bungie thought they could get away with this. This is what the pillar of autumn looks like according to CE. Oh, with <laughs> so for those listening to the show right now, when you play through halo one, right. And you're doing the warthog run at the end of the game, you come across a bridge, right. And you have to stop there and like foe hammer. It dies. Spoiler alert. I mean, is it really a spoiler? So, at I mean, point? right. But like, so you're there and it's like open yeah. around you. Yeah. So the picture, I believe this is what this is. Dave put a tweet to a picture that includes the pillar of autumn, like basically split in half with a fucking bridge in between. And that's it. This is, that's the pillar of autumn. So there's that. Uh, then, uh, will came over. Will and his wife, uh, Vicky came over for a little bit of a game night that we had and we played a couple table. Well, we played a tabletop game called code names and it was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, yeah, this is really fucking cool. And then after that, my wife and I had a little bit of a date night last night and we played the, uh, co-op version of that game called code names duet. And it's really fucking hard with two people. And even in the rule book, it says that, Hey, this is pretty difficult and it, it's very hard. Yeah. Highly recommend code names. It's a good fucking game. And then finally I played a little bit of uh, black ops, cold war. I just played a couple multiplayer games and that was it. Will is in the bathroom right now for our audio listeners of the show. So I'm just going to say that. Oh, Perfect. He's coming. I was just about to move on to the next segment, but Will just returned. So that does it for Will's adventures within the Haloverse. Will, it's time for some shout outs. You want to press the other button? 
Sick. I'm getting there, man. <laughs> Shout out to everyone who joined the community play date. It was a hell of a lot of fun. I, I love. Oh, oh, I didn't mention we played FFA as well. And this is where I was going to say Beth is a fucking monster when it comes to FFA. We played, I think we played two FFA games, one or two, but uh, it was, I genuinely had fun. I'm not just saying because I won, but like seeing Beth in her natural habitat <laughs> was like, holy fucking shit. Crazy. Um, but yeah. Oh, we did play two. We played one on truth. We played one on regret. Regret sucks. By the way, I fucking hate that map. Even though it's there's just like truth there's in more, a different format. There's more coverage down bottom, so if you like, sometimes you have to chase that kill if you want it, and sometimes it's not yeah. smart to chase that kill. I just feel like there's so many opportunities to get scoped out in top mid, and I'm just not smart enough. Yeah. So I just I just don't like regret. I regret playing that map. <laughs> I feel like. It's tough for FFA because if you do want to lock down top mid, you need someone covering both. You know, you need someone covering mm-hmm. each other up there. Absolutely. Um, happy belated birthday to Saiyan, its prof, and Fear itself. Uh, Fear itself is an old name for people who may remember from the old school MLG days. Congratulations to Joshua Mankey on his new gig at Riot Games. Yep, that is where he has started now. So, uh. People might get manked in Von Valorant now. Good. They need it over there. Oh, I know. Think about how crazy that's going to be. And then also, I wanted to put this in here as well. Uh, If you have the means to do so, or if if you could just uh, retweet the tweet, anything, you can help a community member in need. Um, This is a GoFundMe for raising legal fees for Randa's daughter, Sophia. Um if you don't know the story behind all this, it's all included in the GoFundMe page. Uh, it's, for lack of a better word, it, it's devastating, realistically speaking. Um, and like I said, if you have the means to do so, please consider donating. If you don't have the means to do so, please consider just sharing it um, any way that you can. And they, I, I will say this, because of the community, he's reached the goal on the GoFundMe but you know, any, any more is just going to be even more helpful. So just want to include that there too. Um, community creations that we have halo memes every day, obviously reddit.com forward slash r forward slash halo memes. We have clips of the week. Number 98 by high tech redneck. That'll go live. should go live on Monday. And then we have a Spartan stream packages by visuals by impulse. A new stream package has arrived introducing Spartan. This is for our Halo lovers, featuring fully 3D customizable stream screens and alerts. It, it's really cool. It is. I like it a lot. It's pretty neat. I don't stream um, anymore, but man, I kind of want to just buy this to have it. <laughs> it is pretty cool. And that's it for the community creations that I have for this week. Will, is it free? No. Um, 30 bucks for the animated package. Yes. Will, with that, would you mind, please, plugging the show? You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Join the Discord. Join the community discussion. Lots going on over there. Just do it, all right? 
We have our Xbox Club or Spartan Company if you're interested in that. We're on social media as well. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Esportspedia. And you know we have our own goddamn website as well, hdspro.com, where you can find a link to our merch. Go do it. Go check it out. Thank you. Good night. You know who doesn't have merch? Noobcombo.com! Ladies and gentlemen, that's Will with the plugs of the show. Thank you very much, Will. Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 171 of HTS Pro Talk. I want to very thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. Uh, like I mentioned before, our interview with Why Not Be Reckless, aka Why Not Be Casting, will be going live on Tuesday at noon Central Time on all podcast services, along with the VOD on YouTube. Go ahead and check that out. We have our upcoming interview with Shyway. So if you have any questions for the man himself, you can post them in the Discord server where that'll be our topic of discussion and very excited for that. And then the final interview that we need to schedule for the month of March is with none other than Louis V Titan himself of LVT productions. So stay tuned for all that. Stay tuned for the collaborative efforts that we got going on with podcast evolved. Those are going to be fucking sick. Can't wait, but uh, stay tuned for the live show where we'll have other shit to talk about, but until next week, ladies and gentlemen, Bye-bye!